So just what is a state sponsor of terrorism, and is this designation useful? Hi, this is Phil Gursky, President and CEO of Borealis Threat and Risk Consulting in Russell, Ontario, Canada. You're listening to Quick Hits, short podcast about national security. came across a fascinating article the other day in NBC. I'll put a link in the, in the podcast notes. Entitled, Should Cuba Be on the U.S. List of State Sponsors of Terrorism? Former intelligence officials say no. That has been the consensus position for decades, say experts who worked on Cuba policy. It's a fiction we've created to reinforce the rationale of the blockade. Now, interestingly, um, Cuba has been listed for a very long time as a quote-unquote state sponsor of terrorism by the U.S. State Department. And on that list, it has a couple of uh, co-listees, Iran, Syria, and uh, North Korea. And by being on this list, uh, there are sanctions that come along with it that essentially penalize persons and countries that engage in certain trade with Cuba. This is what the State Department has to say. And of course, these sanctions have caused a lot of banks to refuse to process Cuban payments, which has essentially uh, ingrained uh, Cuba's pariah status in the international financial system. Now, what is really interesting here is that when you talk to actually people who worked in intelligence, as opposed to State Department or policymakers or whatever, they say, in fact, that, in fact, this is quoting one uh, former national intelligence officer for Latin America called Fulton Armstrong. He said the designation is, quote unquote, bogus. And then Larry Wilkerson, who was the chief of staff to then Secretary of State Colin Powell in the, in the Bush administration, said Cuba is not a state sponsor of terrorism. It's a fiction we've created to reinforce the rationale and the blockade. Now. Cuba was on this list way, way back in 1982. The Obama administration took it off in 2015. And then Trump, being Trump, of course, put it back on just nine days before he left office in 2020. Now, if you look at it historically, you could argue that you know, a long time ago, that Cuba did, in fact, sponsor terrorism, i.e., in the 1980s, it would have shared intelligence and engage in training, supplied weapons, do some revolutionary movements, fighting military dictatorships in Central America. Although that begs the question, were they freedom fighters or terrorists? I'm not going to get all Ronald Reagan-esque on you here. But by the mid-90s, after the civil wars in Guatemala and El Salvador had come to an end, the Sandinistas basically accepted that they had been defeated in, at the ballot box, although <laughs> Daniel Ortega seems now to be president of life in Nicaragua which is very unfortunate for Nicaraguans, that in fact Cuba had, had abandoned its policy of exporting their revolution. I want to look at the issue of state sponsor of terrorism more broadly, though. It seems to me that the designation suggests that there are in fact states, i.e. governments, of whatever political hue, democratic, autocratic, military, dictatorships, whatever, that are either actually engaged in acts of terrorism, i.e. they carry out acts of terrorism, however you define that, and you know from my podcast that there's no 
single accepted definition for what terrorism is and what it is not, which makes things very problematic. Or that, in fact, it supports other groups which one would consider terrorist in nature. So, for example, if my country, if Canada, were to decide to bankroll Al-Qaeda, Al-Qaeda is definitely a terrorist organization, you would draw the, what I would say would be accurate conclusion that Canada would be a state sponsor of terrorism. Now, I don't think my government's going to do that anytime soon. There are many things the Trudeau government has done which I disagree with, but sponsoring Al-Qaeda is not one of them. What then does a designation mean? It seems to me it means it's political shorthand for countries we don't like. Now, the American history with Cuba goes back a long, long way. The island was controlled by the Americans for a long time until the Cuban Revolution of the late 1950s or 1960s with the advent of Fidel Castro, which really pissed the Americans off because it affected American business. And as a consequence, Cuba's been on the shit list for a very long time, which is why Americans don't visit Cuba. Although we Canadians can go to Cuba whenever we want. In fact, I was in Cuba years ago with my wife. I wasn't impressed with the country, but still, a lot of Canadians go to Cuba for cheap vacations. The Americans, I would surmise, put Cuba on the list partially because of the aforementioned support of revolutionary movements in Latin America. But as I noted, there are a lot of very brutal regimes in El Salvador and Guatemala, etc., etc. And so Cuba, being a communist leftist regime, would see some common purpose with some of the revolutionary movements in those countries at the time and would sponsor them with training weapons, etc., etc. But I think, this is just speculation, that the U.S. designation of Cuba as a state sponsor is, is kind of payback. You pissed us off in the late 50s, early 60s. You went out of the sort of U.S. orbit, entered the Soviet orbit. We all remember the Cuban Missile Crisis of 62, the closest the world's come to nuclear war until recently, perhaps, in Ukraine. And so we're going to put you on this list. And we're going to enforce some sanctions and basically uh, destroy your economy and make you an international pariah. You could argue they did the same thing with Iran because they were pissed off at the revolution in 79, the taking of the U.S. hostages at the embassy held for more than a year. And so this is a way to punish Iran. But Iran definitely sponsors terrorist groups like Hamas, like Palestinian Islamic Jihad, etc., etc. So having Iran as a state sponsor actually makes sense to me, much more so than Cuba. North Korea? Same thing. Why is North Korea, what terrorist groups is North Korea sponsoring? Can you name one? Because I certainly can't. The problem when you talk about state sponsors of terrorism is that once you set that precedent, it gets picked up by other people. For instance, we mentioned Russia and Ukraine just a few seconds ago. Both the Russian regime under Vladimir Putin and the Ukrainian government have accused each other as being state sponsors of terrorism during their current war. If Russia launches cruise missiles or whatever uh, Iranian suicide drones I've been reading about lately against the Ukrainian civilian targets, President Zelensky says that Moscow is a state sponsor of terrorism. When probably Ukrainians blew up the bridge leading to Crimea a couple, was it a month ago now, which put uh, Russian forces on that uh, usurped peninsula, which Russia took back in, was it 2014, claiming it was Russian territory? Yeah, whatever. Uh, Putin claimed the Ukrainians were state sponsors of terrorism. Now, 
given that the two are in a state of war, whatever Putin calls it, does he call it a military something? doesn't call it war. When you're in that situation, it's really, really hard to distinguish acts of war from acts of terrorism. It's obviously in one country's interests to try to paint the other as a state sponsor during war to get international support. But, you know, if you launch an attack against your enemy, that's that's what war is all about. Not good, but it is classically within the definition of what warfare. It's not terrorism. I wonder what we gain by having a list of countries that we designate as state sponsors of terrorism. I've also questioned the utility and the, the very existence of listed terrorist entities in the first place, including the one that's that's formulated by my, my own country, Canada, Public Safety Canada. Is it just to draw attention to things? Or as in the case of Cuba, is it an excuse to justify crippling sanctions on the Cuban economy to um, urge other countries not to, to deal with that, not to trade with it, not to process its banking transactions. This to me is part and parcel of the overuse of the T word, terrorism, especially since 9-11, where everybody is all of a sudden a terrorist. Every group, every individual, every ideology, violent incels are terrorists apparently. And as I've said before, and, I, and I'll say it again, because I think it bears repeating, when everybody's a terrorist, nobody's a terrorist. So can we please stop using this term in unuseful ways, unhelpful ways, and stop calling countries state sponsors of terrorism unless there's really good proof. I mean, really solid evidence that they're actually sponsoring either acts of terrorism or are bankrolling actual terrorist groups as we commonly define the term, all the problems therein notwithstanding. Anyhow, uh, that's what I think about state sponsors of terrorism. What do you think? Is, is it useful? Do you think Cuba was and perhaps still is a state sponsor of terrorism? Or are there other things going on behind the scenes? Love to hear your feedback. You can reach me on email, borealisrisk at gmail.com or on Twitter at Borealis Saves. You can also find me on LinkedIn and on Facebook. If you like this content, want to hear more of it, go to the website, borealisthreatenedrisk.com. Hit the subscribe button. You'll get all the podcasts, quick hits like these as well as Canadian Intelligence Day, which are my interviews with people from around the world on issues related to national security. You also find a link there to my latest book, The Peaceable Kingdom, A History of Terrorism in Canada from Confederation of the Present, self-published, available on the website. And given that this podcast is being published two days before an upcoming presentation at the Shankman Center in Eastern Ottawa on October the 25th, check out the website for details. Go to the Shankman Center I'm giving a presentation on the Peaceable Kingdom looking at terrorism in Canada over the past 155 years. Love to hear what you think of the podcast. Disagree or agree with me. We'll talk again soon. Until then, take care.